Welcome to your morning cup with iBenz Academy. I'm Kara. And I'm Ash. And we're Cash. Hi. Hi, everybody. It's been a while. It has. We always have those podcasts every so often. Like, hey, it's been a while. It's been, yeah, <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since we've released an episode. So what have we been up to, Ash? Well, uh, for me, I started a new job, which is really cool. I've been happy with that. But, you know, it's been busy. Mm-hmm. New, like, kind of routine in my life. New focus. Learning a lot of new things every day. So, yeah, a lot of newness. Yeah. It's perfect for the spring and mm-hmm. our, well, spring to summer, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, with the, the equinox that we just had. It's, like, definitely, like, timing, right timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the solstice, by the way. Oh, the solstice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Moving that, that transition into spring and summer, it's like everything is like blooming and warming up and coming alive, at least in the Northern hemisphere where we're at, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. For me, the last couple of weeks, it's been interesting. Uh, so, uh, I've been flushing a lot. I got like, I don't want to use the words, I got really sick because it's kind of like, I'm a victim. What was formerly known as being sick. What is formerly known as I got sick. Uh, I had a extreme flushing response to, I think, stress relief and some toxins in the environment. I did like a heavy metal detox and just full on like my body needing attention. So... That was two weeks of downtime, basically. I lost my voice at one point. That was interesting. Had to, like, really go deep and connect. Mm -hmm. And so it just took a while to, like, get back to normal. So, and also, like, full-on wedding planning season for me. And that's been exciting. And all the other things. So, yeah. Everybody in the community is, like, busy bees, Mm -hmm. you know, summertime wedding events. There's a baby coming in the community. Projects and greenhouses and land and all the things. And the baby's not ours, by the way, just to clarify. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's been, there's been a lot going on. But also in this time, we've also been reflecting on Ivan's Academy Mm -hmm. and what we're up to and what our plans are. And, you know, it's it's so funny because we kind of laugh to ourselves about this, that things change that's the one constant you know it's like <laughs> yes. things change consistently so something we found was that right now we're really all feeling drawn to taking an in-breath with Ivan's academy and what i mean by that is like an out-breath would be like the doing the mm-hmm. summer energy we're talking about getting ready for a wedding and starting a new job and all the doing busyness like that would be the out-breath whereas the in-breath is more around the um, reflection, kind of going more into a quieter space with things, um, taking the time to do research, taking the time to study, taking the time to um, brainstorm and allow ideas to incubate and start to kind of prepare for the out-breath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, because a lot of the work that we do behind the scenes is like collecting data and tapping into like what does the human collective need and what do you guys need and how can we best support and facilitate that and all of these things and uh, I think for us right now what's really resonating is doing this deeper dive into like research and investigation so that we can make the best products and workshops for you right and making sure that they're applicable and relevant and engaging and you know 
really having that full experience of the new paradigm. So as a result of that, uh, for at least the short term, short term being like the next couple months, we're not going to be hosting or facilitating any synchronous workshops. So taking workshops as a group, but instead we're going to be releasing on-demand or self-paced workshops. So if you're still interested in power objects, for example, you can take it, dive deeper into it at your own pace, as opposed to like taking it over the course of a month. So we're still going to have material available, but at least for now, we're pausing on the, the synchronous learning environment and really going deep into that in-breath, like Ash mentioned. So Yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's pretty cool to me because it's like, I think this is going to be a time where we're going to, you know, see some interesting things. We don't know what yet, <laughs> but I think we're going to see some interesting things come up and maybe collaborations and new ways of doing things at iBenz Academy that we hadn't looked at before. Um, being able to step into this space of that, like, reflection and research and study. And then, um, you know, next year is what we're anticipating. Like in the new year, we'll start moving back into having more facilitated workshops, having that, um, that group learning, that synchronous learning environment with students. We do still have the instant manifestation workshop on the calendar, um, for next year. And that is something you can definitely check out on our website. Yep. Yeah. So iBensAcademy.com. You can see both the Power Objects workshop as well as the Instant Manifestation workshop. As we have other classes that get developed or other workshops, and um, we will post them on um, our workshops page and um, definitely we'll let you know in Telegram. That's really usually like the best way to hear from us about updates or on the podcast. And then also, of course, our newsletter. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you're subscribed to those. And in the coming months, know that we're kind of in an in-breath phase. We're still here with you. We're still going to be doing the podcast. We're still going to be on Telegram. Um, but we're, you know, it's just going to be a different energy, I think. Yeah. Probably more, a little bit more conversational, more reflection on like the Driving to the Red po Res podcast, sharing more about like what's going on in our lives, how we're using the IVENS method tools. And which, by the way, we're starting Ivan's Method Mentoring soon with new yes, students. So <laughs> that's exciting, too. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be stuff that will come up through those like reflections and, and that work that we'll be able to share here in the podcast as well. Yeah, but she is always flowing and moving and shifting and we, we ride the waves, right? Yeah. So for now, we're really excited to dive deeper into this in-breath, get creative and design some things and investigate and then we'll see where it goes one of the things we were joking about is like change is constant and some of the things we plan for just don't happen as planned it's it's just this constant evolution and almost like unexpected beautiful things can surprise us like power objects was a good example like one of these days or um uh what happened one of these days was like Nelly just came up to us and said i have an idea what do you ladies think how about creating power objects? We're like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom. Here's the, Let's do here's it. the write up. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> this is a course outline. <laughs> like, scratch notes on a piece of paper, like, just yeah. one note and uh, one piece of paper. And then we, like, 
ran with it. Transcribe it. it. Re- re- revamped it. There you it, go. Yeah, the workshop. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't exactly on like our list. No. But, yeah. <laughs> but it came through and it was amazing, right? So it's almost like allowing for that space for magic to happen, mm-hmm. which is really great. So. Yep. Exactly. And going with the flow of life. I think that's like one of the things that has been like a really interesting learning for me in the last, I don't know, let's say six years, seven years of like more um, stepping into being more awake and conscious and empowered is that as I'm like embodying the new paradigm, the new paradigm is more fluid, Mm -hmm. right? One, like we're creating it Mm -hmm. as we go, right? So, um, you know, it's like li- we're living in it and we're building it at the same time. So it's like you're building the house you live in in a way. <laughs> yes, it's true. But it might be like for one minute you're like, oh, the kitchen should totally go there. Let's put the kitchen there. And then we're going to do the bathroom there. And then you're like, you're living there. And you start, oh, you know, actually, I think like I think the kitchen would be better <laughs> over there. And we should keep the bathroom here. But we should put, you know, a deck over here. And so it's. It is very fluid. It's very organic. But it's also, um, I think in the back in the day, it used to be maybe a little bit more like either like stressful or something for me because I was used to like controlling things more. <laughs> and now definitely learned how to just like with practice, like go with the flow more. Yeah. Um, and then by using the tools, really, it's like making that choice. Like, is this really worth indulging in some low frequency like righteousness or frustrations Mm -hmm. because what because it's like it didn't go as we said it would go and while sometimes it's like well but that's all we said and then it's like well but wait okay yeah that's okay it's okay change is okay but there's elements that you know we don't always like change and that's okay too right like that's that it's understandable and change can suck and change can be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. But the importance is can change. Right. And I think exactly. that, that's, what's kind of surprising. It's like that thing that was so important. It's all of a sudden like, eh, you know, it's not worth it. Let's yeah. like shift to something else. So. And when you, sh- when you're able to, and not shifting just to shift to like, just because, but when you're able to shift because there's like a value in the shift yeah then if you really start to find like oh actually i'm really glad i went with the flow with that mm-hmm. that was that was really great and then it feels like that whole you know what would this be like if it was easy it's like oh if i surrendered to it it feels really good yes it feels really oh it's exciting we can all be excited by what we're about to create yeah. you know and that's collectively right like ivan's academy um collective Mm -hmm. what we're going to create and Karen and I will just be the hands doing it (laughs) you know of course with Anelia right Mm -hmm. yeah so there's been some really interesting information that's been coming through through the driving to the res podcast this week's topic was all about UFO whistleblowers if you guys haven't checked it checked it out yet highly recommend it's it's on the longer side but there's some like really rich information that I think is really relevant to us as we go through the next half of this year, right? Like we just had the solstice 2023, we got six months left. And one of the major themes that Inelia shared at the beginning of the year with her looking ahead call, like what's going to you know, be big for us in the new paradigm for 2023 is all about UFOs. So this is such a fascinating topic because it's it really at its core is rooted in expansion of awareness and it's 
going to be happening for everyone on the planet right now, whether they're on one side of the split or the other, which is really interesting. And for me, uh, the UFOs, I haven't like dived super deep into that world, I guess you could say. It's a whole culture in and of itself. But I have had experiences over the years that have been like, oh, what was that? You know, like clearly there's more to just, you know, this bubble of earth and, you know, there's a lot more happening uh, that, that meets the eye of like the typical narrative. So when I was in college, I was just sitting in my house one night. Um, at the time, my my spouse was gone doing something. It was probably like nine o'clock at night. This was back in Colorado when I lived near the mountains. So we had like a lot of sky and a lot of cloudless nights and, you know, this, it was like big windows and things like that. So I was just like watching TV sitting inside on my couch. And then I just looked through the window and I saw this light and not like a light that is like a typical airplane, right? It, was it like a beam of light? Was it was it like the backyard was lit up. No, it was like um, like a dot in the sky, but the dot looked super different than what you would typically see, like as a satellite, a star, or like an airplane, like like flying by with the flashy things, right? It was much bigger, like the light itself was bigger, and it had like almost an aura around it, and it was a very different color. It was like a deep red and then like this aura of almost like a pinkish hue around it. And it was much bigger than like airplane dot, right? Or satellite or star dot. And I was looking at it, I was like, huh, that's weird. And then it all of a sudden starts to move in this trajectory that's like impossible, right? Like it does this, if you can't see my hand, because if you're listening to this, it's like it moves, you know, 30 degrees and then a sharp 90 degrees and then a smooth, you know, loop. And then all of a sudden it goes out. Like if you think of like X, Y, Z coordinates, it goes Z like out, you know, (laughs) out of the atmosphere or whatever. And so what was so crazy was that it, it had this like smooth loop movement, a sharp 90 degree turn, and then went out and disappeared. And it's so funny because at the time, this was before, it had to have been like 20, either 2010 to 2012, sometime in that uh, time frame. And uh, I remember thinking, it's so funny now um, in retrospect, I remember looking up at the light uh, because I'd started to wake up, you know, Mm -hmm. but I was still very much in like dark light paradigm stuff. You're like, go towards light. (laughs) (laughs) Well, worse, I think. I looked at it and I said, are you guys here to help us? Are you guys here to save us? And then at that moment, that's when it like disappeared. And I was like, holy smokes, like that was, whoa, that was definitely like a UFO because that was impossible. So it's funny now because in that moment, like giving my power away of you know, um, please save us. Are you here to help us? And who we've been waiting for. Exactly. They said you're coming. Exactly. <laughs> and admittedly at that time in my life, I was diving deep into conspiracy theories and um, counterculture stuff in a way that I think um, was very, like for the first time in my life. So I was aware of these broader concepts of like ET involvement mm-hmm. with 
the governments and this, that, and the other. And also, like, the experience I've had with the military and stuff. But it's just so funny to think about now. Like, one, it's a great, like, um, test of how far I've come, which is good. Like, I'm sure if I saw the same or a similar UFO, it wouldn't be like, please save us. (laughs) It's because, you know, using the Ivan's method tools and stuff. But it was such a incredible experience because it was like this confirmation of like all this stuff I was investigating was true, at least true in the sense that, you know, there is something out there and it's bigger, like the world, the universe, whatever. Reality is much bigger than we think it is. Right. Right. Yeah. That's cool. And, you know, I think it's we that evolution of our empowerment and awareness is like probably a common thing that many people can relate to. Like, oh, are you gonna, are you guys here to help us? You know? Like, yes. But it's better than the alternative where there's some narratives as saying, shoot them. Right. <laughs> shoot them down. They're here they're to kill, kill us all. Kill us. Yeah. yeah. Death rays. That's true. So, <laughs> could yeah. be worse, but it's still not great. Good thing they took off. But yeah. 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 <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah. I feel like those are moments where it like validates the, Especially, I'm going to say early on, although, like, there's been people who have been doing research on this for... Decades. Generations. Gosh. Yeah, generations. Yeah. And um, for those of us who are starting to, like, wake up and be like, yeah, there's definitely ETs or there's definitely other life in, um, in other planets and different things like that. It's, like, it's funny now because you see the memes and everyone's like, oh, see, you know, conspiracy theorists. We're not so crazy anymore. You know, everyone mm-hmm. thinks so. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. (laughs) But those moments, I think, are really helpful Mm -hmm. just to kind of, I don't know, like, when I've had those moments, it kind of reminds me of, like, okay, yeah, this isn't all, like, hocus pocus. This isn't all crazy. Right. This isn't all just, like... Crazy talk or conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you see reflected back, or at least what we used to see reflected back by the human collective, what I used to see was not validating that, you know? Yeah. And that was one of the things, right, talked about in the podcast, like around the ridicule or things like that. Like, did you tell anybody about what you saw? I think I did. I think I told um, my spouse and then over the years, like some friends. In fact, we had talked to some neighbors here a couple years ago when we were having a beach bonfire. And I was like, hey, do you guys, what do you guys think about UFOs? They're like, oh, I don't know, whatever. I'm like, oh, I've seen a few. They're like, what? You have? I'm like, oh, yeah. I just talked about it. Like, you know, it's just another walk, another normal, you know, day in the mm-hmm. life. Um, outside of that, um, I think I might have told that story to, like, other people I've tr- I trusted or had, mm-hmm. like, a deep relationship with. Like, my PhD advisor, we talked a lot about Project Blue Book and or Blue Beam or whatever it was called. And I think I told him that story. But it's not something that I went around, like, parading. Telling with everybody. Yeah. yeah I don't think sure. I brought it up with my sleepy normie family yeah. or anything. You know? Yeah. Gotta, yeah, like, totally. feel out the audience first. <laughs> yeah, but I did I share that. it. And I think m- most of the time I got interest and questions and, like, oh, wow, right. that's cool. As opposed to, like, girl, you're crazy. I didn't get yeah. any of that. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the things, too, like, I really liked about, like, just from hearing Anelia in the podcast, like, talking about ridicule and mm-hmm. how, like, that's, like, irrelevant for her, you yeah. know, and how to, like, respond to that. And I think even, like, the, let's say, fear of ridicule, in my experience, has also lessened more and more and more in my life, like, one, processing it, but two, yeah. just being more comfortable in who I am and that 
hey, if somebody doesn't believe me and thinks it's ridiculous, like, so be it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For my, um, one of my sighting experiences, that was more of an experience that, like, I couldn't deny. And I'm like, there's no way to explain what I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I wonder, I'll, I'll explain the story, but I wonder if it was, like, turtles flying kind of moment. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I was, it was an afternoon in Arizona. And so it's desert landscape, which I mean, gosh, in the desert, there's lots of, and even Colorado, high desert, right? Mm-hmm. There's lots of ET activity that you hear about. Mm-hmm. Way more than what you hear about around here. You hear more about Sasquatch, I yeah. think, around these parts. Um, anyway, uh, maybe that's just the circles that we <laughs> could be. <laughs> uh, oh, that's true. I could tell you know, because in the res, you can hear, you hear more about uh, ETs and whatnot, too. We saw some other UFOs out here, but we we'll have. get to that story yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> So with it, though, I was driving to go teach yoga and I was on my way, just like whatever, driving in the car and I'm driving out east and I see like in front of me, there's like this massive cloud formation, like like basically covers the sky just about to what I can see. Right. And Arizona is not a cloudy state. It's pretty sunny. (laughs) So when there are clouds, they're usually not very big and they move pretty quickly and it's just and, and, and the, the clouds are there when it rains, you know, that's it. And it's a sunny day and there's clouds. But this, I start like kind of like looking at it and this cloud, it looks like an ink blot, like where they folded like the paper. So it's exactly mirrored on both sides, taking this shape where it's like big in the middle and then it kind of like tapers out on the edges. But all of the little details and parts to it on are all exactly the same from right to left. And I'm like, that is weird. And it's like moving through the sky, like, like as if it was kind of slightly moving upward and faster than what you would see, like a cloud moving. I'm like, that that looks like, like, is that a cloud ship? You know, I'm like, <laughs> no, like, and then next thing I know, there's two Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopters, which are these large military helicopters mm. that fly up and they're like right behind it. And they start, as it's flying kind of upward, the helicopters are flying with it. And then, wow. and then the cloud is just moving, moving, and then all of a sudden it's gone. Hmm. And I'm like... What happened to the helicopters? Were they... Did they keep flying um, too? I think they kept flying, but they like ended up... They weren't like... I don't know exactly. Like they flew out or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just one of those like... Wait, what? Shoot. I didn't grab my phone. <laughs> I should grab my phone at very least. But like... Once I saw the Black Hawk hel- helicopters, I was like, this has got to be some type mm-hmm. of UFO situation, right. right? And they've come into the airspace and maybe now knowing and maybe they were um, human ships or hu- maybe it was a human ship. I don't know. Yeah. But it felt like and my instinct at it the time was the cloud look was a, like a decoy, like a camouflage mm. to look like a cloud so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so noticeable. Right. But then when I saw the helicopters, I was like... Oh, oh for yeah. sure, this is something. Oh, yeah, that's a giveaway. <laughs> right? And it is, it's funny because it reminds me of the recent video that Anelia shared where it's like, chin up, wake up, mm-hmm. you know? And and right now, like, that's kind of also what's happening, right? You lift your chin up and you can actually see what's going on. Yeah. You know, you can actually see what's up out in the sky and, and in the air and and so much of our days are just kind of like this and asleep focused on the screen and whatever mm-hmm. the screen narrative is going to tell us. And Yeah. In some yeah. cases, it's literal. Like, 
(laughs) Go look at the sky. (laughs) Literally, just, like, put your chin up and start looking around, and you're going to start to notice, like, things are not as the narrative would maybe – some of the narratives would maybe Mm -hmm. have you believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I've – I've seen, like, other orbs and stuff lying around, not as, like, you know, like, impacting or prevalent as that one story I shared, but the lifting the chin thing makes me think of that experience we saw a couple years ago at your house where it was, like, a full moon night, pretty late, maybe, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, I don't know. I'd just driven driven home from the shaman shack, and um, my spouse at the time you know, was setting up a fire and we're just like chit-chatting and hanging out. And then I don't remember if it was him or me who saw these like lights going up into the sky. Mm -hmm. But then at some point, I think he came in and was like, Ash, you got to come out here. Come look at this. And what we saw was these little lights. They looked like stars, you know, like they had the same look as stars or a satellite. And we saw like hundreds of them probably mm-hmm. over the course of it was just what, like half hour one, the other the next the next like yeah just one after the other just going straight up yeah it was the way i interpreted it was like we're looking out west which is pacific ocean like big ocean with nothing there like you keep going and it's japan or something you know like a whole lot of nothing and it looked like there were things being you know, shot into the atmosphere, whether they were aircrafts. I mean, it felt like they were ships to me. Um, And then, but they weren't in like a perfect straight line. Like they were just kind of off trajectory and velocity was a little different, but they were consistent. So we would see this like dot move. And then what was interesting is that they were going towards the moon. And I remember thinking, Oh, that's curious. Like, it's a full moon. And this also happened to be at the time where it was the heart of lockdown. Like, literally. Right when everything came yes. to a fold. Yeah. Like, the peak of it. Like, everyone was, don't leave your houses under any circumstances. Like, that was the narrative at the time. So, it was interesting. It was, like, the situation of, let's lift the chin from our chest and look up. And we saw, like, all these things. And it was nuts. Like, mm-hmm. it it felt like, um, I don't know if it was, quote, E.T., extraterrestrial. It felt human, you know, whether it's government or private or I don't know. But telling you that technology is not the airplanes we're taking to Japan yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And we looked like, were there any, maybe it was Starlink satellites or maybe there was something that was being, like, um, launched. And we couldn't find anything. No. Like, the satellites had been launched earlier and they are being launched from... Different what was states. it, Florida or Texas, Texas or something yeah. like that? So it was like not, not west even in of the here. same direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was unexplainable. Yeah. So yeah. unidentified objects for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so even just like whether it's tech from Earth or, you know, deep state stuff or ETs, it's, it's still this expansion of awareness and like there's more to what's going on than like the typical narrative, right? None of that was in the mainstream news. There was no explanation and it was, like, quite a sight. I think we were out mm-hmm. there for, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes just looking at these things being shot out of the atmosphere. And they did kind of go out and disappear, too, like, yeah. towards the moon. Or maybe we couldn't see it because it was so bright. But it was, like, Z, you know, like, going mm-hmm. out. So it's, like, yeah, there's just 
stuff, but we have to pay attention to and right. look around. And I think this is going to come up more and more, you know, from what Amelia said in the podcast. It's like, we've been warned, you know, should we've been put on notice. It's like, be aware. This is like going to happen more and people are, the narrative is going to become stronger um, and the agendas are going to be, I'm sure there's going to be multiple agendas yes. like like being played at, um, at every angle. So, you know, there are things that we as awake, aware and conscious people, right, embodying the new paradigm, we do have to be street smart with that. And I would I mean, when I heard her in the podcast, I was like, oh, I haven't heard Amelia make a warning or a call for um, taking notice like this since COVID yeah. began, you mm-hmm. know, and really being sincere in that, like, okay, like I'm telling you, like, yeah. get like, just be aware. And yeah. it doesn't mean like, oh, now we need to all go like, you know, hide under our beds and wear our tinfoil hats. Although like tinfoil hat seems really nice when you're on a 5G. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you know, it's true. I'll take ridicule for that. That's fine. It Whatever. does block you enough. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's like we don't have to all do that. We don't have to run away in fear, but we have our tools. We have the fear processing exercise. We yep. have the stress relief exercise. All those things can help us. But And we should, if any of this is triggering, right, or brings any of that anxiety or stress into the body, anything like that, we should process it. Mm-hmm. And then it will help us to be able to respond because now that's what we're the point where us being sovereign really comes into play. We're not mm-hmm. giving our power away, and then we can make choices into how to respond, which oh, is like mm-hmm. what we talk about all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're here, right? And one of the tools that I found to be really helpful, even just like getting a – better understanding of this whole situation, like UFOs, UAPs, ETs, like all these acronyms for one. It's ridiculous. I like that there's new acronyms now and unidentified aerial, you know, threat. Threat. Yeah, that's it. UAT, whatever. Anyway, that's an interesting change in narrative. But one of the tools that I found really helpful over the years, especially after some of these experiences, was taking the ET phone home class. Mm-hmm. So one, it just goes into this better sense of the bigger story of like human evolution and the universe and our star cousins and our bigger entourages. And there's this amazing exercise in the in the class where you can connect with, you know, your home planet or maybe like where your physical body incarnated before here or maybe like a, a soul family, like places where you'd incarnated before as a soul and all these things. And with that broader awareness, it just feels more like, I feel like I'm more capable Mm -hmm. to respond to these situations. Cause at the time, I don't think this ET phone home class was out yet by Nellie Benz. I don't even know if I had discovered her work yet back when I first saw that UFO and you know, it's like that kind of distinction, like giving your power away versus like you know etiquette going oh hello like or truthing you know "Hmm, Mm -hmm. who are these people is this actually you know an alien race that's here to interact with us or is it the government or whatever right and definitely like are you here to save us no no (laughs) don't go there yeah that's 100 percent not the case (laughs) yeah high frequency ets like they would just never do that you know it's just not high frequency because that's power over other stuff the whole victim aggressor, savior, martyr thing. So all of these tools are so timely right now because it's going to heat up. 
Yeah. Right? Exactly. And probably not just and for this year, but like ongoing. And we saw it, right? <laughs> we saw it. Like what this heat up can look like, right? With our family, with our friends, with our neighbors, our work. And it's very possible and that and likely that it's going to be everywhere. And everyone's going to be talking about it and to some degree. And if that's the case, then it's like, let's be prepared, right? Let's just be prepared. Be smart. You know, who want to learn more? Uh, interview with an alien. Oh, also another really yeah. awesome resource. Great that tool there. Amazing. And Must um, read. If you haven't read it, you have to read that. <laughs> right, right. And so it's there's options here, right? I guess that's what we're trying to say is like before the cloud, the thickness of the narrative like fully sets and and it's like left, right, and center everywhere you look. Like let's be prepared now so we understand and we have a better like background of information and expansion of our awareness. We can start conversations together mm-hmm. um, to, to get more clarity. Um, and then that will help us to be able to respond and not fall into a low frequency agenda. Because right. like that's really what it is, right? We want to be street smart. We want to continue to build and embody the light paradigm. So let's not fall or slip into those agendas that would keep us in the light dark paradigm. Right. Yeah. And keep, keep ourselves in our own power and sovereignty, like not give our power away, whether it's to ETs or the government or whatever agenda. Or us, you know, truth, what we're saying, does it resonate? Does it not? Right. Truth, what you hear in the podcast. It's It's, like, and there's the truth thing exercise. Go for it. You know, like get good at that. (laughs) Practice it. That's that's here to support you, and then you decide what you're going to listen to and what data is relevant for the choices you have to make. Yeah, that's a must-have. Yeah. Yeah, you might find you, like, don't even really care about the ET thing, or it's, like, super interesting and you wanted to go deeper. And like, at a certain point with COVID, like, we didn't see it. Like, it was, like, irrelevant. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Like, had no no notice of, like, having to wear a mask all the time or going into the grocery store and not being able to get food or any, like that's never, it was never a thing. Like I was able to see all my friends and my, like the people I wanted to be with. And it, so it was like, there were points where it was like, oh yeah, COVID, it's still happening. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And that's exactly how this could be too for us. Yeah. Like, and that's great. Brilliant. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm personally interested to see how the narrative is going to change because it has changed already so much just in the last three or four years. Like you're from, you lived in Phoenix for a while. There was like the Phoenix lights thing, which you can do research on, but long story short, a lot of people saw like undeniable UFOs, many people, thousands of people. And then like days later, you know, the governor came in and basically laughed it off and ridiculed everyone. And it was, you know, super disheartening, all of these things. And, and then like, over time, like that's kind of been the status quo, right? But then over time, especially the last couple of years, there's been like a different seeding of what's going on. Like the Navy, you know, talking about things, the U.S. Navy or the whistleblowers that were talked about in the podcast. And they're just little specks here and there or like mothership with probes coming out. It's like, that's a big shift going from like, you're crazy. This is ridiculous to Oh, yes, we have intelligence on blah, 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 blah. And it's like, <laughs> huh, that's quite a 180. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point in that? Exactly. Interesting. So at least for me, what I'm I'm curious about as we move forward 
into this year, you know, the the agendas behind this is just looking at that, like being curious and interested and seeing what comes of it for the split, because it, it feels related to that too, right? As more of us embody the light paradigm and as we expand our awareness, more people, especially on the other side of the split, are going to be seeing these things. So what will they be seeing and what will we be seeing? Because chances are they're probably not the same, kind of mm-hmm. like COVID, right? We saw very different things in our experience versus others. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so I agree. We'll see how it so, goes. So get your popcorn. Mm-hmm. Temple hats. <laughs> temple hats. Get your fear processing exercise. And, you know, if you haven't already, check out the Driving to the Res podcast, the whistleblower, our UFO whistleblowers, What's Real, uh, episode 166. And it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Don't miss out on the conversation. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Until next time. Bye. bye.